Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. The only podcast bold enough to take a stand and definitively say we do not support the coronavirus. Nope. In fact, I think we'd all be better off if it didn't exist. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello. And welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. LondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terminology that I've been using, such as fully vaccinated and spicy meatball. So I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, Dr. London. I'm glad you uh, were able to catch me. I've been so busy lately that I, you know, it's been hard to even find time to schedule a podcast recording. Business has been booming, Dr. London. Yes. Like, it's been really hard to, to catch you. Like, and physically, too. Like, I'll see you running by and I, like, I'll, I'll run out and I'll catch your your jacket, but you'll keep running. You'll, yeah. You'll, Get out of the jacket and leave it in my hands. That's because before you tried to text me or call me, you tried to, you know, physically capture me, which you don't have to do because you called me right after that and I I answered. Yeah, well, but definitely don't was, chase me. Like, why is that? Why is that your go-to form of communication? Well, it was just so hard to get in contact with you, so I had to call you. So like it. So if calling you is that big of a problem, then just let me catch you. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. Please, you know what? You can catch me. That's fine. But regardless, business is booming, Dr. London. Okay, yeah. You said so. this is unrelated to the podcast, or is this? I mean, it's sort of related because it's health-related. Okay. Do you want me to say? I mean, is this, I mean, do I have to pay as a, like a sponsor or something like that? I, I guess it depends. Um, but but I guess go ahead and we'll we'll see about if you need to pay, I guess. I've been able to register my doghouse, like with an LLC, and it is now a drive-through vaccination center. And you're trying to get, you're trying to advertise it? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get people to come out there. You know, we've got great Do deals. You... We've got coupons going on online. Well, you know, it's the vaccine's been free. Assuming that you're talking about the. You know, the, the coronavirus vaccine, that's been a free thing. No, 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 no. I did not say anything about COVID. That's what you said. Okay. So, sorry. Uh, I guess that begs the question. What, you know, what type of vaccination? It's just, I mean, it's just whatever vaccine you need. It's a store. Okay. So you have, say, like. You're asking, you're asking like the ice cream man, like, hey, what, what ice cream do you have? And he's like, well, I've got a hundred different kinds. I mean. Okay. So. It's just whatever you're looking for. Like, do you have, let's say, the measles? Do you have, let's say, like an itchy foot? Or um, maybe you have like hot tongue. You know, when your tongue is so hot that every time you touch it, you burn yourself. So one of, one of the things you said is real. And also COVID-19. You, wait, you have, you have COVID-19 or you have, because that's, that's an infected person. That's a COVID-19. That's an infection. So, are you saying you have a SARS? No, no, no. COVID two. I'm saying I have the COVID. I have the COVID vaccine as part of my vaccines okay. as well, and also my dog has COVID nineteen. Okay. That's why I was able to use the doghouse for this. Oh, so so the dog let you in because of that. The dog is so sick that he didn't have an opinion. Basically. Okay. So, I get. But regardless, I mean, it's like what, like what, what's ailing you, Doctor London? Do you want me to get? Uh, I can mix mix up a vaccine for you. Well, so, so I'm fully vaccinated, so I'm you know against whatever hepatitis. Uh... Yeah, but I mean, do you have a headache or something? Like what? Like I mean, because basically all I'm doing is I'm mixing up whatever the opposite is of whatever you're sick with. So like, what's the opposite of a headache? Oh, you're asking me. I. Uh... Yeah, maybe like a pillow. Uh. I mean, I guess a dark room can be alleviated. It depends on the cause of the headache is really the answer. So so I would say like a pillow is the opposite of a headache. And so what would you do with that? Well, I mean, pillow doesn't have any liquid form to it. 
No, but the sweat on it does, Dr. London. So you just squeeze it out, and then that is your vaccine, and then you just go, inject it. Okay. For two, and only for $200. And so, so you're injecting sweat into a person and charging mm-hmm. them, calling that a vaccine against headaches. Have you? Yes. And you've been approved by the government as a vaccination site? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was at the the like main FDA guy's house the other day because we're in the same like like pickup basketball league at the Y. Right. Yeah, you've talked about him. Are you sure that? See, I'm doubting the legitimacy of this, and maybe this guy was just lying to you to to maybe sound impressive or relevant. Yeah, I mean, why would he sign all the, like, he had so much legal documentation? Yeah, I, d- I had to register this register this as a business, Dr. London. Yeah, yeah, your dog has. I, there was a health inspector, I mean. So, I feel like there's there's so much more to this. Tons of red tape. Okay, so so, so anyway, that, that's our producer, Cameron. Um, also with us is Digital in the House. COVID-19. COVID-19. COVID vaccine. You know what I mean? My dog has COVID-19. My dog has You know what I mean? You when you have vaccine. 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 Vaccine. When you have vaccine. Brand new! Brand new! Digital in the house? And later... Cameron tells me we can expect a special guest. So, um, that's right, Doctor yeah, London. Look forward to that. What's the opposite of like a of like a like a like a Chick Fil A stomach ache? You know, a Chick Fil A stomach ache where it's like it's not like a McDonald's stomach ache where it's really in the pit of your gut. It's more flavorful and it's more on the outside. Are you talking about from the like? The gas from the belching? Yeah. So what would the opposite of that be so I can inject that into myself? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm really not sure about your methodology, but, but before we move on. You think pepper? No. I think pepper. Okay, let me just try. Well, let me try it. And then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But okay. go ahead. So, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to address a bit of listener feedback real quick. So, um... Usually, our listeners mm. contact me through various writing patterns and newspaper columns or through license plate letters and numbers, but this one actually tagged us via a social media post, which, you know, just to clarify for our listeners, we, we, I don't know how we even got a hold of that. That's so out there. Um, but anyway, so this note comes from Instagram user thepodshop underscore, and the note reads, quote, Jock Doc Podcast 83 Hypertension Scott Pinchuk Entertaining but not my favorite Jock Doc's goal is to combine Improv comedy and medical education To me this combo was funny at times But occasionally came across as a little forced 
uh, if you're someone who has desperately been looking for a merger of The Drive with Peter Atia, and If I Were You, then this show could be perfect for you. Two stars. End quote. So, first of all, I would like to thank you so much for your insightful review of the Jock Doc podcast. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, so... um, I mean, well, first of all, it's... it, it's glowing to be told that our show sounds forced because that sounds like we've put some sort of oh, yeah. effort into it and we are trying to accomplish something. Yeah. And so, which is so far from the truth. Well, I would like to clarify the one point that they, they talk about comedy. So this is a medical education podcast and we don't, you know, any of the, we don't, we try to take away all the fluff. This is all just the goods, so to speak. Um, Maybe by forced, he meant like overprepared, like your medical lessons. Maybe he wants you to just sort of be off the cuff when talking about medicine. Okay. Yeah. I, make just it sound be like, natural. Oh, I don't need to look this up. Okay. Or just guess a lot more, you know? Yeah. So, um, so one, one thing I do want to point out. So I distinctly remember in that particular episode, I left very specific instructions at the end of it with regard to how many stars you're supposed to give a review of the Jock Doc podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really where I feel like the problem is with this review. Like, I, I loved it. I thought it was glowing. You know, people are always telling us about the drive with Peter Edia and saying that's a podcast that we know and that you would know. And if I were you, another podcast. Oh, yeah, that it's just constantly on. It's just constantly on yeah, in the background. Yeah, and people are always like, uh, I don't know about you know Comedy Bang Bang or any of that, but but I've definitely heard of The Drive with Peter Adia and If I Were You. So so definitely those parts, super relevant. But you gave it two stars, and that's the part that doesn't make sense to me because we don't uh, usually acknowledge those. I, we've never had one of those nope. that that few of stars. I, it doesn't make sense to me. So just to clarify, and I'm sure this was just a misunderstanding, a mistake on your part. Uh, go ahead and put five stars on your review before you um, offer your glowing uh, insights. You know, let's be a little kind here, Doctor London. This could be a person who is does not know how to count beyond the number two. Okay. And we don't want to we don't want to talk down to that or discriminate or you know make that person feel awkward in any way. But maybe we could teach him. So there so there's a star right after that one. And do you want to describe it, Doctor London? Yeah, yeah. I'm so, and you know what? We should take a minute to. Um, yeah, I should apologize. I, I'm going to apologize right now. Uh, you know, there are certain people with um, who, who are differently abled who maybe aren't um, as as perceptive on some issues. And so I should have I should have taken into account that they're the number of stars can be that maybe they're incapable of knowing that there are five stars yes. instead of and two. so the third star which I believe is what you're referring to Cameron so that one's to the mm-hmm. uh, if you go if left some rights you can hold up your hand and so on the the left hand will look like an L the there is no way that the person you're talking about knows what the left hand okay. is no way so the we we might have to we might have to like create an entire separate podcast for this subject like breaking down the basics maybe as like a, maybe that could be a Patreon thing we could, we break down medical basics to our listeners like the number four yeah no that's that's valid so I guess just um just just because they were obviously confused on this especially if you look at some of their reviews before that one where it was four and five stars only wow. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I they were obviously confused, and you know, just I, I'm so privileged to be paired with the drive with Peter Adia and If I Were You because those are both once again very popular, well known um, to to our listener base. So um, thank you to this to this uh, Instagram account. I I think that's how you or Instagram, however you say it. I, I'm very new to this. We don't normally get feedback through these path uh, channels, so. That's uh, anyway. Thank you for listening, and uh, just you know, once again, if you're gonna leave a review, then take the time to educate yourself on how to leave a proper one. Would be my advice for the future. And once again, at the beginning of your review, you say Jock Doc's goal is to blah 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 blah, and then you later later say comes across as forced. There is no, there is just nothing being put into this at all, except for Doctor London reads a Wikipedia page. 
basically, probably. I've never seen him do that process, but I just assume that's what it is. Yeah, and, you know, to be fair. But thank you so much. That is such a high review to even assume that we have some sort of goal or have just any idea where what the next like five words out of my mouth are going to be. I was counting when you just said that. And uh, yeah, I was surprised on those words. I'm all, I'm constantly but surprised yeah. by it. Sometimes I'll get to word four and then I'm like, God, I hope that this next one makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, so once again, thank you to that listener. Uh, but now it's time for today's medical topic, Ogilvy syndrome. Ogilvy syndrome is an unusual problem in which signs, symptoms, and radiographic evidence of large bowel obstruction are present, but there's no mechanical obstruction. So basically the intestines are acting like there is a kink in the plumbing or a clog, but no imaging will show it. Common causes include recent surgery or trauma, uh, serious medical... And this is like your mom or something? N- no, which which part of that? Who's, who, who, who are we talking about? Who who has this, the sickness? This is a well. This is a, a medical lesson based on. So this will be a hypothetical patient that you might encounter. That's the idea. So, but so the, and this is your like your mom or something. She has to be so sick because like you keep talking about her every single week, and how ill she is. Like it's like she has something no, new every single week. No, so she, so, so my mom is no. She doesn't have. Uh, I don't believe she has any of what we've discussed so far. Uh, now this is all about um we so Cameron every week we we bring up a medical topic and we we talk about that it that has to be a hipaa violation to break down in great detail your mother's many illnesses i assume without her permission that i that has to be a hipaa violation and she must be the sickest person on earth yeah so once again it's not really her, case, Whatever you can just continue, continue yeah. on with your description of your mom's illnesses. Uh, so common causes include recent surgery or trauma, serious medical illnesses such as sepsis and malignancy, and medications like narcotics, psychotropic drugs, and anticholinergics. The diagnosis cannot be confirmed until mechanical obstruction of the colon is excluded. Uh, treatment consists of stopping any offending agent that can slow down digestion. That that includes like nar- narcotics, you know, opioids, that kind of thing, and uh, giving supportive measures. Oh, uh, so your is your so your mom? I mean, no, is that, is she like she's a, not like she's heroin not a or like no? Is she like into oxy? No, no. Once again, this is not. I'm not talking about my mom here. This is sort just sort of a patient that you might run into. But um, it's okay. It's an epidemic. Like it's a legitimate concern. It's not even something to make light of. Yeah, and I know it's. I mean, it's okay, relatively speaking. But once again, it's uh so. so so, so you can also give supportive measures such as IV fluids and electrolyte repletion. Uh, decompression with gentle enemas or nasogastric suction may be helpful. Uh, colonic de- decompression is usually successful if those earlier measures fail. And surgical decompression with uh, cecostomy or colostomy is a last resort. But um, And honestly, even if it is successful, she has at least 90 other things going on. Because we're in episode 90-whatever now. Yeah, yeah, 93. So And so it's like you cure that one thing, but it's like you're not even... There's so much else. Like, why even? Why focus on this? Yeah, admittedly, this is more of um, just just things aren't aren't moving uh, in the digestive tract. But it, it was, so it's, it's, it's not my mom, but hey, we, can, we can move on from there if that's all right. Sure, sure. All right, uh, Cameron, you said that we have a guest for us today. Is that right? That's right, Dr. London. And look, I'm not going to try to hype up this guest too much, Dr. London. Okay. But let me just say that I would choose this guest over the one and only Shaquille O'Neal. I'm just saying. Well, that's, we've, we've talked about this. And, you know, I told you that there is no guest that will replace Shaq. Like, that's that's a policy of... Like we've we've signed paperwork over this, that that's okay. Well, then this this guest is second to okay. Shaq. Can we say that at least? But now I feel like I'm I'm offending our guest. Hi, hi, nice to meet you. Hello, hi. How's uh how's how's it how's it going? Uh, even though I'm even though I'm not uh, Shaquille O'Neal, but second to Shaquille O'Neal hi. is pretty good. 
I am so sorry Dr. London has this just fixation with Shaquille O'Neal being the number one guest. Who he's He has not been yet. a guest on this show yet. Not yet. But, but if people ask, who who's the biggest guest you've had? He's like, he says, well, Shaq, because he says he's like planning a place yeah. for it. He's like no, setting I've... it aside. Putting out a plate of food for your friend who's not there yet. You know? Well, naming Shaq as a potential guest, I think, is you, uh, Dr. London, manifesting uh, Shaquille O'Neal, a cultural icon and athlete, to, to be on your show just by speaking it into Thank being. Thank you. Now, um, you know, before we move on, I, I should say, uh, my name is Dr. LondonSmith.com, and this is our producer, Cameron. And what was your name? Uh, I'm uh, Dr. Tim Kimball, uh, and I am a, uh, an approved medical specialist and spiritual advisor. Approved by whom? Uh, a higher authority than me. Um, it's the FDA. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So normally, I, I I guess you know there's no need to clarify further. But you don't you don't have to say introduce the FDA as the higher authority than you. Most people recognize it as a. Okay, Dr. London. I'm sorry that someone has actual respect for the industry that they're in. I know you don't, but. It sounds like our guest is just honoring the FDA as they're supposed to be. A healthy oh, fear. Oh, I of live the in FDA. fear of the FDA in the moment that they turn their unblinking eye upon me uh, and my practice. Mm. Because the thing is that at the FDA, they are kind of set in their ways and they're not necessarily prepared to embrace a new way of thinking. Yeah. And, like, you kind of know when their eyes are on you because they have sort of a Lord of the Rings, Sauron's eye type of situation mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. It's frustrating. Um, so you can, yeah, which is, I mean, thankfully, you know, hey, thanks for letting us know that you're watching, but a uh, little creepy. Uh, I, you know, I think of it less as being creepy and more just being interested. I think the FDA has a lot to, to tell us in our lives and, you know, if I can feel their gaze upon me uh, and I can feel the hairs on the back of my neck standing up, I feel like I'm part of a community, you know? You know what? That is so true. I actually th- I thought sort of that similar thing about, you know, Edward Snowden years ago. People were like, oh, it was so great. He told us about, you know, the NSA reading all our texts and all these things. And it's like, okay, but oh, somebody cares? Like, isn't that more important? Oh, hey, somebody cares about me? Enough to read my text and listen to my phone calls. Well, exactly. And like know who my mom is. Well, exactly. When you have a new idea, you know, you want somebody at the FDA who, you know, can maybe, uh, you know, shift their perspective a little bit and think outside uh, the box. Exactly. Yeah. So. And I mean, we're we're off topic here. I, I'm sorry. I, I was on my NSA rant no, again about how we should love them. Yeah, you're always going on about the NSA, and you're always writing love letters to the NSA. And um, oh, that's nice. Taking pictures. And of that's it. neither here nor there. That you know, this has nothing to do with medicine. I, I am sorry for taking us down that that rabbit trail. But Dr. Dr. Kimball, what are you here uh, to talk to us about today? Well, uh, I am here today because I uh, have a revolutionary uh, new system, uh, a wellness system that I wanted to tell you about. It's called the Orb Cleanse, and it's a holistic mm. lifestyle change that will cleanse not only your body physically, but spiritually as well. Okay. I... Is there a, there a possibility that it could also clean my shoes? Because they're just covered in shit right now. If applied correctly, why are your shoes uh, covered in shit? I stepped in. I mean, like I stepped in. Oh, shit. you it well, was you, so you walked in it. No, you, yeah. Well, you you walked in it and then you started scooping with it with your shoe. You got excited, and I don't I, like. I know looking back now, you're kind of disappointed in yourself, but you know. You, you you dug a big you dug a lot of it. It was a big mound, but you dug a lot of it out. I I, I don't I don't even understand what you're what you're trying to say. Yes. Well, you're yeah. trying to achieve something. Well. Yeah. So I'm just so, to, to break it down a little bit. So whenever so I don't think it needs to be broken down. We I I just want my shoes to not have all the stuff on it or in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, can, so I guess can the orb clean? and in my socks and stuff clean and i guess shovel out the the excrement well the orb can't shovel excrement as far as i'm aware i mean you could use several of the orbs to uh cover it now the orb cleanse 
um, is primarily marble-based. Um, the thing that you need to do oh. is uh, consume as many beautiful, beautiful glass marbles as possible and just fill your body with them because your insides are so dark and glass refla uh, refracts the light, and if you get enough of them down in there, you will be full of sunshine. Uh, so, so you're... Are you saying to swallow marbles? Well, Dr. London, there he described them. The material is marble, but I mean, they're they're orbs. Yes, glass orbs. Uh, and you swallow as many of them as possible physically with your body. You consume them. And are these just any old glass orbs? Or, I mean, have you, have you like, instilled some sort of spell on them or something? Oh. Or dipped them in some liquid of some sort or something? You know, that's the thing. Uh, uh, here uh, I have, actually, some branded, uh, limited edition uh, glass marbles uh, from... Uh, from the orb cleanse. Now, you're going to want to get as many of these down as possible, uh, and then the healing can begin the moment you start. Only marbles. Okay. Th this is a full marble diet. Okay, yeah, I mean, this is great. Could I get one or like a, a bunch of them in a cone? Do you have any cones? Uh, I do have a cone, but the cone is also orbs. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll just take a bowl. Because, I, I mean, Dr. Lennon, do you want to get in on this? No, so, so swallowing glass is generally inadvisable like that's yeah you said you're approved by the fda D uh, conditionally approved by the fda because i told them that i would send them a proposal but it's basically in the bag like the fda they respond to good faith effort and if they know that you know i'm on i'm on uh, the level with them and i'm positive and i'm trying to make a change i'm basically approved by the fda so and and so the food and drug administration usually you know they're they're supposed to be approving a, a drug or, you know, a, a lifestyle change, something based mm -hmm. on, mm -hmm. you know, uh, clinical trials, on proven efficacy. So could you tell us how? Well, we, sometimes it's like a gut decision, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. So I really, I really couldn't tell what you said there, Cameron. <laughs> how many, how many is in a bowl? How many did I just... Oh, you just slammed about five marbles. Um, so that is a great start. Uh, I think that that's, you know, I'm sure that, and you can already feel the change inside your body, right? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's like, I'm almost so overwhelmed with some sort of feeling that it's like, I can barely even breathe. Like, it's like, it's like overwhelming me i know what you mean i am actually full of and i don't mean to brag about this but i am full of ten thousand glass marbles i haven't had any food in days and oh wow you know my insides like i've got my electrolytes so right it's so bright inside my body listen uh drlondon.com you don't know what your guts look like like you haven't been able to look in there and there's so much darkness and like why well it's so you can you know have a look in there like they have they now have the ability to stick a camera down into your stomach and actually take a look that's or from the other direction they can do a you know a colonoscopy and look up the other end so it's so when you say that it's all dark and you never know i i can't help it so so are you a doctor of what are you doctor of I mean, what are you, what do you, real quick though, but Dr. Lennon, it is dark in there, right? Like, what are you even trying to argue? Okay, well, I guess, yeah, that's. Are you saying it's not dark in the gut? I'm sorry, you do have me on this one. Uh, no, it is, it is dark inside. There is a light attached to the camera whenever they send it in, but. So even by your own admission, Dr. London, it is dark within the gut. You know what, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll give the floor then, because that's, I, I suppose I was arguing a, a feudal point. Um, but uh, if you if you could go ahead and explain to us a little bit about, you know, I'm, I'm suspecting that maybe you aren't a conventional medical doctor, Dr. Kimball. Well, the thing is that I'm a professor of foodology and curative medicines. And so if you take the marbles into your body, you know, you've got a lot of light bouncing around, uh, you know, at that point, they're like little doctors you can eat. I don't even need to be a doctor because the marbles themselves, I mean, you know, the, the proof is in how your body feels after you've consumed at least a few dozen marbles. And you can really see a big change happening. 
Well, and also, like, doctor, if people agree to call you doctor, then you're a doctor. Like, that's one of those things people don't understand. Exactly. Like, they go to school and they get a degree in it. And it's like, okay, but if you just convince everyone in the world to call you doctor, that functionally is the exact same. Am I right? You know, you know, it's like that thing where you shouldn't put in your Twitter bio that you're an aspiring writer. Just say that you're a writer, you know? And if you're a doctor, you're a doctor. Like, nobody can tell you that you're not a doctor as long as you practice medicine. Well, or, you know, if you put in the time and you earn your doctorate degree is actually sort of the conventional method. DrLondon.com, I'm, I'm really disappointed in this kind of gatekeeping. Ooh. Dr. London. Are you going to take that? Denied. I, well, it, it just doesn't seem very ethical. Like, I get that, you know, the, that that's a term that's applied to people, you know, can't get into the industry unless they are already, you know, hover high up. The thing is, doctors earn their way through by earning their doctoral degree, and then, um, you know, and it's more just a level of knowledge base that you're working with. Uh, though I can understand that it could be frustrating i i feel like i feel like we are getting off the point yeah well, how is this relevant to our guests we know how school works i don't understand what you're yeah so uh anyway back to the back to the marbles is it i, I like i'm trying to see something here so they're glass do you get are these marbles that you just get from wherever um well if you can't uh, afford the uh, Orb Cleanse branded marbles. You can just find a bunch of glass items generally. Oh. Uh, glass flowers, glass paperweights, you know, like a really fancy snow globe if you hammer at it for a little bit. It's primarily about filling your body uh, with as much glass as possible. And, you know, at that point, you know, if, if your body is that full of it and you haven't been to the bathroom in a few days and, you know, you're starting to panic and you're like, whoa, like, why isn't anything happening? That's because there aren't any more toxins in the body that are going to leave your body because the glass has cleaned it all up. Now, what would you think about little glass figurines? Is that something that could be consumed? Oh, definitely. It would. It, well, it would depend. The glass figurines couldn't be of anybody who has bad energy, uh, like, a, like a war criminal yeah. or, a, or, a, or some kind of a demon. What about, um, are there any animals that are off limits that maybe they're too mean? The American condor. The American condor is off limits, and nobody should ever consume the American condor's body, either in effigy or in whole. Nope. Um, I'm sorry. I clearly brought up a tough subject. Your tone got changed. We, yeah, we, we, we can uh, move on from that. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, But no. So, you know, so if you have a well, glass is statuette. It, is it it's specifically the American condor? That's correct. Uh, other kinds of condors, pretty much okay. I, I just... I'm sorry. Uh, the American condor, uh, we have, you know, the American condor knows what it did. If you have a glass figurine of the American condor, I think you should know that you have something really problematic, and I think you should examine that. So, wow. Dr. London, are you hearing this? Do you, yeah. have, do you, ha do you have a glass figurine of the American one? condor? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's a small collection. It's not even a big collection. But Okay. okay. Well, well, yeah, I mean, it must be pretty small if you're going to swallow them. Because that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it, I would say individually they're they're small, and then I've also got it. It just it's just strange that this is what you happen to bring up because I've for years I've been collecting small American condor glass figurines, and I didn't. Uh, I like I never saw a problem with it, and it, it's, a, it, it's what. So you're did, a real did, condor head. Well. I guess my question is, you know, why, well, like, I know you said it knows what it did, but maybe, you know, this is sort of a public space. Like, maybe you could air out this grievance a little bit, because maybe, maybe there's something to be learned. Like, I've developed this, this affection, this affinity for them, and I, you know, maybe there's a misunderstanding, I guess is what I'm saying. I mean, you know, that's the thing about uh, toxic presences, is that they can kind of lure you in and, you know, make you feel really good when you look at them and think about them and, you know, touch their feathers and wow. I, I don't know. Like th that's how they, that's how they draw you in, but always, you know, some traits are going to come out uh, that are pretty bad. And so I don't know the American condor, we, we have a history and it's not something that I'm proud of. Uh, but I actually went into business uh, harvesting glass marbles from the body of an American condor that uh, their body was just full mm -hmm. of them. 
and they're inside me now. Oh. Were okay. Did you did you have an American Condor as a pet? No, 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 no. As a business partner, um, they were they, they were an important and instrumental part in getting me into pop medicine in the first place. Okay. Yeah. And so, I mean, it sounds like your your business partner here was testing out your own medical theology and passed away from it. Uh, it was actually uh, dead uh, before the glass marbles got in there because it didn't have enough glass marbles. And so, oh. you know, and then the problem is that when I took those marbles into my body, I could feel myself changing in a way that I think is going to be really positive. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling something right now, like going on in my stomach. I can even like jiggle around a little bit and feel it moving around. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. Although... You're, you're, and I feel stronger. Is that part of it? it? Like I can punch harder? It definitely is, but you're going to want to keep in mind uh, if you get knocked down or um, sit too hard in a chair or like a like a little kid runs and jumps into your arms, um, it's 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 bad. It's you, it, it's like uh, the chandelier from Phantom of the Opera. It's, it's just going to go everywhere. Um, so you're going to want to... Um, it's kind of like the little girl in chandelier by sia because she's dancing everywhere exactly like the little girl from chandelier by sia and so you're gonna want to be uh, careful it's, it's also like the the chandelier in um hold on there's another there's another uh not footloose oh my god um no no i got i got this uh stop any momentum so you can think of a chandelier in robin hood men in tights there's a there's oh that's a, fair there's a chandelier scene as well so and that 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 one falls uh, and scatters some it, it hits someone i think oh yeah so yeah cool so i Thanks guess for stopping the show for that dr london no no that was all kind of stream of thought we were all bringing up examples of chandeliers we knew so, yeah yeah anyway we're, we're just we're just it's riffing just about... like the chandelier and haunting of hill house go ahead doctor yeah no I, you guys are right on the money it would be like a big chandelier going everywhere if if you if you jostle your uh cheerful insides a little bit too much oh yeah like when he cut the rope and in that movie i referenced Mm -hmm. it was like so we're on the same page i guess is what i'm trying to say and i get the reference oh completely on the same page yeah so one thing that i found to be sort of odd about what you're describing um have, have you felt like there's been uh sort of you mentioned you know, going to some time without using the restroom, uh, mm-hmm. without without defecating. Uh, so, so normally our our medical lessons don't always coincide with the 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 afflictions of the guest, uh, and it's it's always strange, honestly, to see a guest come in with afflictions that they're complaining about. But it sounds as if your particular affliction, which I know you don't see it that way, but it sounds very similar to the medical lesson, which is an obstruction in the gastrointestinal tract. You're you're trying to find a fancy way to ask if our guest is clogged up. Yeah, well, I was just more expounding upon it, but yeah, that's that's more or less the the question at hand. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is supposed to be like a really honest conversation. You know what I mean? Like we make it weird here. People ask, "What the fuck about our?" How real, real we get on this show? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like I mean, all this Dr. Kimball, are you clogged up? I am liberated. Here's the thing: I'm not clogged up. There's nothing left in me that could cause a clog. Uh, I'm, oh. I've, I'm, I don't have any negative energy uh, inside my body. I don't have any toxins. Uh, nothing. You certainly don't have a negative attitude. You're so chipper and, and kind and happy. I mean, I kind of want to be like you. And gaunt. Yeah. Like, and <sighs> kind of, you look, you do look, and I don't, I don't like to talk about these things, you know, on, on the podcast, but like you physically, you don't, you look unwell. Now, why would you say that I look unwell, though? Like, is it because of how shiny my eyes are or how big my smile is? Your your eyes are very shiny Thank and you. your smile is very big. I would say that your body is similar to 
Um, you know when there's like cartoon depictions of baby New Year and then the old man and it's like an old decrepit man? That's sort of how you look from below the neck. But the thing is that I'm spry. Like I, I don't uh, I don't look like a young person anymore because uh, you know, I've learned from um, my experiences and from my life, and so that's gonna make me look like, you know, man, there's somebody who's had a life fully lived and now they're full of marbles. Is that what you is that what you perceive because a lot of people say like a life fully lived is you know maybe they've they've seen the world or they have a you know a, a family or so, but but for you it's you've eaten a lot of marbles well I've gained a lot of perspective because now I can you know I have light on the inside of my body from the marbles refracting uh, into my guts and that kind of a perspective you know it's gonna it's going to mature you. You know, you're going to have to rise to that level and occupy that space. Do you remember in Aladdin when Jafar like was pretending to be an old man beggar? Uh, no, I, I don't watch. I don't watch uh, uh, Disney movies. I'm, I'm sorry. They, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to think of a better comparison about how your body looks from below the net. Are you familiar with, you know, just related to that? Are you familiar with the, the, the old saying, whoever has the gold makes the rules? That's oh sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, was that is that from the uh, from the Disney film? Uh, originally, I'm not positive, but at least so. So the character saying that looks a lot like you, except like you don't look nearly as healthy. Um, it, you look a lot happier than he did, though, because of your big smile. Well, yeah, you're the thing, you've... which is just in into- which is just intoxicating. Again, I want to be like you. Thank you, thank you. Listen, whoever has the gold makes the rules, but whoever has the glass gets FDA approval. Oh, and... so, so what about that, Doctor London? Well, it, ju- it sounds like he, like he doesn't have FDA approval, and it sounds like he's sort of just calling himself a. Do- it, you know, I feel like we. I want to ask. Okay. Like I like you know. Surely you have, I mean, you have a business. Is business going well? Like, do you have a lot of people who have sort of joined this movement, this lifestyle? Oh, I'm extremely blessed. Uh, right now, it is uh, just me uh, bearing the standard of uh, orb therapy. But, um, you know, a lot of people, they kind of, they can't totally get on board with something this intense as the orb cleanse. Um, but I've, uh, talked to so many people who have expressed, um, interest, mild interest, uh, in the orb cleanse and in, wow. you know, because the thing is alternative medicine is booming right now. And, you know, who are we to say that eating, uh, 50 to 70 marbles isn't, you know, going to make that change happen in our lives. It's about making a change happen. Exactly. And I mean, it's like people like Dr. London really frown upon the alternative med- medicine scene. And I'm always just saying, hmm, I remember another time when people were saying, oh, alternative, that's not the real version. I'm talking about Nirvana and how people said alternative rock wasn't real rock, Dr. London, and then they showed them. Yeah, and well, you know that I maintain the same, you know, on the, on the musical front as well. Uh, if it's alternative, it's not real. It doesn't exist. Ugh, if it's you alternative me. music, alternative rock, alternative medicine, any of those, I, you know, and this is maybe some of that's personal, maybe it's, some of it's professional, but I don't recognize those as being legitimate. I asked you if you knew who Brett Gelman was, and you said, you obnoxiously said, because I know you know who he is, but you said, well, I, alt comedy doesn't exist. Yeah. So I don't know who that is. That's right. And I stand by that, by the way. If he was a real comedian, he'd be doing sets at the Laugh Factory. Yeah. Yeah, and he would have his Netflix special. Yeah. Well, but Dr. London, the the thing is that uh, as, you know, a contemporary of mine uh, in the field of medicine, I really think that we should lift each other up and not do so much, you know, uh, purity politics with each other and, you know, gatekeeping and like, oh, you you know, do medicine, you know, where's your, where's your degree? Where's your medical certification? And like, I don't know. I just, I feel like, you know, it's about community in the medical community and we really should, you know, help lift each other up. Well, I, I see how I've, you know, my, my desire to uh, make sure that medicine is practiced well and professionally and in such a way as to uh, 
save life and, and you know, prevent the loss of life and to educate people, maybe some of that has translated into maybe uh, some, some harassment on your part. Maybe it, maybe it comes across as a negative. And so... And Dr. Kimball, I am so sorry. I deal with this all the time. I am constantly coming up with new medical innovations that Dr. London immediately shuts down. Oh, like what? Due to the lack of practicality. What kind of what what kind of developments have you had? Like, do you want to talk about your shoes again? Because like you were, like you made a lot. Well, of- the shoes are a failed experiment. So, I mean, we can you know the vaccines that I was talking about earlier. That's one that you clearly don't approve of. Um, I also have this thing where you drain blood, usually from the foot because it's swelling, you know, and you drain the blood. And then with the bag, you sort of turn that into like a fun, like a doll. So you can draw a little, or you can put googly eyes on it if you don't want to draw the eyes if you're a bad artist. And then you put a smile on it, and then suddenly that's a gift you can give to your friends. That's a gift you can give your kids, whatever you want to do with it. And Dr. London said that's not even a medical idea. I mean, you had me at bag full of blood. Like, that's already such a striking image. Okay, see, it's it's at least, it has artistic value. That that I will, I mean, it's a little bit, it sounds a little bit alternative, but. Well, I mean, ni- 90% of effective medicine is aesthetic, you know? Like, as long as it has, you know, a really exactly. good logo and really good branding, you can have faith in that medicine. People don't know this, but crutches are actually terrible for people with broken bones, but we just like the way they look. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that's why doctors recommend them. It's all about the aesthetics to them. It's like a martini glass. Like the martini glass is not the ideal conveyance for a martini, but it's just so instantly iconic that, I mean, I think we have to, I think we have to accept it. So, so I feel like we're, you know, at least you two agree on this. I think that's about... As, as close to where oh yeah going. i'm signing up how how can i and our listeners you know sign like buy what you're selling is it just the lifestyle is there a book i can read what oh there is how do, how do i buy into this there is a website uh, orbclensciencelife.com uh and it's less of a book and more of uh you know just uh, a very 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 long uh manifesto that i programmed in because i learned how to use basic html uh, and so if you go uh, to my website, you can have all of the information about the orb cleanse you could possibly want. Now, there is uh, a small uh, paywall for the site uh, in that uh, you do have to give me at least 30 bitcoins to access some of the higher tier stuff. But honestly, of course, yeah. the basic stuff that's available, I mean, you're going to be dining out on that the rest of your life. And so Bitcoin is considered to be an alternative form of currency. So yes, yep. yes. So for for me, I, you know, I kind of tune this you, stuff out. You wouldn't be able to sign up for that. Yeah, but I guess I've got you know I've got I I I got like hundreds of Bitcoin back when it was first starting, and they've just been burning a hole in my pocket because I you know no one no I've ever any McDonald's I've been to or any Walmart I've been to or anything like that does not take my Bitcoin. It's just small minded, so they're completely worthless. And so thirty Bitcoins to me like th- this is a steal, Doctor London. Yeah, I, you know, well, once again, I don't really, like, I I can hardly acknowledge this conversation, honestly. It's it's alternative. It doesn't make, you know, yeah. it's not. It's an alt conversation to you. Yeah. Dr. London, can you even, can you even see me right now? Like, am I, am I visible to you? So, next up, we have, uh, we have to do some chores. Yes. And Sorry, I, I felt like there was a buzzing in the air just now, but. Uh, Dr. London, yeah, you so, can't ignore me forever. Yeah. Oh, hey, you're uh, great. Um, sorry. I, you know, maybe there's some some alt convo going on. Anyway, so um, uh, we have we have these chores to do, unfortunately. And Dr. Kimball, if you would join us, um, I, I yep, I I'm right. I'm right here. Be able to use your I'm mind. right here. I'm, uh, I'm, do you want me to expl- explain to the listeners what we're talking about? Dr. Yeah. London? Yeah. Just I know that. You know, the the guest will know, but yeah, for the listeners. Uh, so basically, we've had this crazy long to-do list that we've been neglecting because there's been a lot of things on NBC lately. Um, and so, unfortunately, that means that the our chore list has gotten huge. And so we've made this cool little, very creative chore wheel that we spin and whatever chore it lands on we have to do that chore no matter what it is even if it's doing the dishes 
We have to do it. And so re- recently we did add um, clean your shoes to the list. So yes, my my shoes definitely need to be cleaned. I'm hoping My for sheets that. need to be cleaned because I had slept with my shoes on. And walked around um, on your bed, bounced on your bed. Yeah, I mean, that's implied when I say, like, I've used them and, like, I, I wore them to sleep. Wait, like, when was the last time? To get ready for sleep. When was the last time you took your shoes off? Ooh, let's see. That song Rude was really big at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, why mm-hmm. you gotta be so rude? So, I don't, I don't know, was that, like, 2014? Okay. I mean, you know, that's it's that's a good that's a good time period to really commit to some to some shoes, I think. There were some really good shoes in 2014. Oh yeah, these are great. And the sheets were before that. So so we're, you know, at this point I would say it's overdue, but like it's one of those things where you just we get our chores if done. It, yeah, if it doesn't if we don't land on it with the chore wheel, then, you know, we're going to be busy with the other chores. Yeah, that's so. right. Obviously. So, Dr. Kimball, can you go ahead and spin the chore wheel for us? All right. Uh, it's going to take a second because I'm a little bit woozy, so I've got to hoist my arm, and there it goes. There's a spin. Ah. <sighs> Not this one. No, I mean, it, it has to be done eventually. So. I mean, it's. I mean, he's your nephew, so I guess it's like it's not really. I don't. I don't. It doesn't have to be done for me. Yeah, but no, he he likes you more. The chore that we landed on is that we have to finally plan London's nephew Jackson's fifth birthday party. Oh wow! So Jackson, little little Jackson, his mom sucks, and she told Doctor London. Well, it's been on the chore wheel for like seven months. So she told Dr. London about seven months ago, hey, can you plan Jackson's fifth birthday party? And so now, th- thankfully, we're finally getting to it. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, I, I would say his, his birthday actually, that birthday actually passed. So it has moved on to the, the, the sixth birthday. We, we did wait too long. It was, I think it was like a week before that we got warned. But so, so now we can plan the sixth birthday. So... Um, I mean, don't you don't you think we should be celebrating the fifth because he didn't get one last year? Because we're still planning it. Uh, I I just don't keep up with them enough. Do kids like that? Let's do a fifth and a sixth. So let's let we can double it a up. Five and a half. So I mean, Doctor Leonard, oh, okay, okay. five and a half. I think that works. Doctor Leonard, what is your what is your nephew into? Yeah. What does he like? So and like I'm you know I I try to I mean I don't really listen that much to to his whole thing, but um. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm trying to remember what he's talked about. I think he said something about about street sharks. Um. Okay. And that he, uh, something about a monorail, and um, uh, spark plugs. Like this is, I don't honestly. I don't remember how much of it was. Uh, you know, his father talking or me talking, but. Uh, yeah, it's all just kind of jumbled in there. I mean, I was I was busy. I was yeah. I had a game on my phone, so okay. And so, street sharks are, of course, the people who shark you on the street. That's right. So, I don't know if he's one of them or if he's just a fan, or you know. But like, obviously, obviously, it, it's something big with the youth culture right now. With with that young culture, uh, is. You know the the street. Sharks. Oh, well, maybe because like you can't really remember what he's into. Um, we can just you know think about that. Think about youth culture. Think about things that like you know kids his age are really into. Yeah, right? five and a half year olds. What they what they like. What they dislike. Okay. I would say so. I've you know, I have a few young ones of my own, or have had in the past. I don't know. I don't know where they are, but. Like when my kids were five, they were so into food. They were obsessed with it. They wanted it every single day. Well, that's got to be frustrating. But oh, sorry that for the the for a party, I guess that's helpful. Yeah, I mean, so like, I mean, uh, Doctor Kimball, do you have any kids of your own or any experience with with planning parties or anything that can uh, help us out? Uh, no, I am uh, thrice divorced. I don't have any kids. Uh, but one thing that I do know about planning for a kid's party is that you have to tailor it to what the kid wants. And so if, you know, 
if you show the kid, um, I'm sorry, you said his name was Jack? Jackson. So you give Jackson something memorable, something that he's going to, you know, want to carry with him the rest of his life. I think if you make the entire thing glass-based, it's going to stand out in his memory and be really, really memorable. Okay, so I so I have a whole lot of... Do you want to make it just American Condor-themed? First of all, that's... Uh, that's oh, insulting. Right. I can't. I can't believe you would suggest such a thing. Yeah, I mean, Doctor London, there's no reason to bring it back to that. I don't know why you did that. What is wrong with you? No, no, no. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and I think enough can we, time can has we passed. Can we sidebar for a second? Do you, would you mind, producer Cameron and I just talked for a second? Please, please, please. Yeah, Doctor Kimball, do you want to maybe play some games on my phone for a little bit while Doctor London and I talk? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Um. What, what's up, Dr. Okay, London? so I'm really wondering. So he had apparently a a business partner that was a glass or a, that was a condor that ate a bunch of glass, and yeah. then he, I guess, dissected the glass and or dissected the condor, ate the glass. So I'm wondering if I'm the weird one or if he's the weird one because I do have a lot of glass condors as well, and if he, uh, well, okay, um, I would say a I don't. Why would the guest be the weird one? I don't. He uh, he already explained his logic of why he did that with his business partner and all those things. That's what we've been talking about for so long now. Yeah, sorry. And um, we also know that you're weird. Yes. Huh. I that that wasn't okay. That wasn't my understanding. I just your favorite soda is RC Cola. <laughs> yeah, when I can afford it. Yeah. D- oh. Fine. Oh. Um, I guess. I guess that we. That's the I, thing. That's it's like, I, the the reason you're so anti alternative is because you're projecting. Because you're basically an alt human. No, that's that. That's like everything is just talking. like ten percent off with you. I. You know what? Let's let's get back to our our very normal guest. Okay. 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 Hey, sorry, Doctor Kimball. We just had to talk about the um the the deficit. So, um, did you know you have Snake on your phone? By the way, this this is a really fancy phone. Oh yeah. Um. So I have not been able to get past the passcode. I'm, I you clearly guessed it and started playing Snake. Uh yeah. I you know I I try not to brag about it, but I'm uh, something of a hacker myself. Oh. Uh, m- Mostly what I did was enter one, two, three, four, and then instantly I'm in. Oh, okay. I need to, I need to write that down. Dr. London. Um, so, okay. Where are we yeah, at with birthday. the birthday party? I'm lost. Okay. So, um, street sharks and monorails. That's, that's more or less what, what I'm thinking. Uh, Dr. Kimball also introduced the, um, uh, what was, what was your part there? Glass, you know? glass, glass, glass. It's uh, right. glass. So we're going to, Maybe include, maybe okay. like a so, like so, so okay. Maybe the birthday party is in a monorail car, right? Okay. So yes. we'll get one of those and we'll we can put it in the backyard or whatever. And so everyone's in there. And so you've got everyone's got tables and all that kind of stuff that you're gonna have in those kind of seats. Um, and right. then I guess glass wise, maybe. Let's just bongs? cover the Are ground. Are we talking about bongs? Let's cover the ground with glass figurines, maybe. I mean, we're we just talking about glass pipes, Dr. London. Let the kids, like, smoke up a bit. Smoke weed every day. Maybe we'll just go to just, like, a local junkyard and just pick up an earth thrift store or whatever and grab whatever glass items we can find. Oh, just, and like, because then... you're saying because kids can just smoke out of anything. Well, I, I was saying that they, you know, they kids make toys out of anything that's more what i was getting at like you can you can give someone a you know a, a tire and they're gonna make a swing out of it you know yeah or you, i think people can do it with an apple core yeah a swing with an apple core and like with some well like an apple core and like some tin foil anyway you can and then so anyway okay so we've got the monorail what about like food like a cake does he like cake does he like well i mean again what do kids Ooh, like okay yeah, let me let me see. Let me go back. Kind I guess of baby food, here. right? Probably yeah. Baby well, food. he's five and a half, so so maybe, maybe mix like, in some real food with it. 
Yeah, like maybe chopped carrots. Okay, okay and then so, the baby food will be like maybe applesauce or like do they probably have like cheeseburgers and stuff nowadays, right? Like cheeseburger baby babies, food. Yeah. 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 So we'll I mean, could give them a cake with the baby sauce as a kind of frosting on top, best of both worlds. Ah. Dr. Kimball, I believe I think that's what we need to do. Yes. So that is like the last touch. Yeah, if we can just maybe find a place, a cake store that has baby food options, I think we'll be, I, we'll be set. I mean, well, over well, the last year or so, I've learned about so many things that are actually cake when I thought there was something else that I feel like we're going to stumble into this, you know, rather than search it out. So that yeah, you, won't you, be a problem. You reach to shake someone's hand and then you realize someone brings a knife and you think they're about to cut the person that you're shaking hands with and it ends up being a cake yeah and like sometimes you you aren't sure if you're a cake at that point anyway so okay i think we've got well i mean last thing last thing what about entertainment dr Lund? right um okay so his again what do kids like kids like like talk like talk talks well honestly and let's you know his favorite thing street sharks let's get some pickpockets in there let's get you know Every kid can have maybe something dangling out of their back pocket, and the game is can the pickpocket, who we will hire for the event, you know, yeah. can they steal the, you know, whatever little dangly toy out of their, their wallets? And maybe we don't even tell them that that's happening or that it's a game. Yeah. And that way we can keep just whatever our, our, the guy we hire. I, I, I can do it. Okay. I wasn't planning on going, but, I mean, I could do it. Yeah, like I said, Jackson is a huge fan of you. Oh, yeah. He would lose his mind if I stole his toys. Yeah. All right. All right, I, I think we got it. All right, so, um, yeah, so if we could go ahead and uh, uh, spin this. It's got all the fireworks attached, I think, so we'll just light that and then back away because it's going gonna, it's gonna to go up in a blaze, this chore wheel. We have to rebuild it every week as well because once you knock one off, that ruins the fractions proportions anyway so light that blow it all right wow uh so so i feel like we went through a lot today uh kind of you know i didn't i didn't mean to go into so much about uh i, I all the glass stuff i guess it's kind of threw me off and this whole what is, is this like the snl goodbyes what are we doing here fine, Dr. Fine. London? um Anyway, so th- thank you so much to to our guest, uh, Dr. Kimball. Um, is there any way for our listeners to follow up with you to to hear more from you? Uh, listeners uh, can uh, find uh, a little uh, side venture uh, that I do called Rank and Vile Podcast uh, on Twitter. It's Rank and Vile Cast, and uh, we talk about a lot of movies, some of which involve glass. Uh, and yeah, you can uh, check us out over there and on uh, your uh, podcast device of choice. You heard it, listeners. It's in a podcast dedicated entirely to the M. Night Shyamalan movie Glass. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Which, and I hopefully the sequel. Not unbreakable. Sorry. Yes. Not unbreakable. Not unbreakable. Just the sequel. Um, uh, sometimes breakable. Sometimes breakable. Ideally, not breakable. <sighs> Well, you just lost a listener. All right. Well, uh, anyway, so thank you so much to Dr. Tim Kimball for coming on the show. Thank you to our producer, Cameron. Thank you to Digital in the House. I am here today because I uh, have a revolutionary new system called the Orb Cleanse. And it's a holistic lifestyle change that will cleanse not only your body physically the american condor the american condor is off limits and nobody should ever consume the american condor's body either in effigy or in whole the american, the american condor. condor the american, the american condor. condor the american condor the American condor is off-limits and nobody should ever consume the American condor's body, either in effigy or in whole. The American condor. 
My name is Dr. Lennon Smith, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya.